Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast that for a few short weeks continues to not be about Big Brother. Such short weeks. I can't believe it. Like, I got to really, you know, I was preparing for a hot boy summer, hot girl summer, hot vac summer, Mm -hmm. hot they summer. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Pride, everybody. How you doing? Ooh, Um, yes. But. Man, I got to really adjust my skidge because I'm like, you know, soon people are going to be like, what are you doing Saturday night? I'm be like, oh, watching feeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have four Wednesdays left until the oh premiere of Big Brother. Yeah. So cherish those Wednesdays. So uh, we're, 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 Danny and I are still, we're struggling. We struggled this week to come up with. We did. I, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. In the Heights came out. Mm-hmm. On, on theaters and in video streams. Um, we're going to revisit Bo Burnham's Inside. We're going to talk about the first episode of Loki. But shall we're we start? Watch... Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. What were we going to say? Well, we're going to discuss perhaps what you were uh, leading up to, which is we're going to have a little trailer talk. Yeah. For uh, <laughs> a film that stars my girl, Oscar Snub for the Molly's Game. Jessica Chastain starring as Tammy Faye Baker in Tammy Faye Baker's eyes. The, the eyes, eyes of Tammy, Tammy Faye. <laughs> so we're going to hit the trailer oh, park right now God. with this trailer. You sent me this and I honestly said, who is Tammy Faye Baker? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was expecting you to explain who she was to me because I'm American. Yes. And this is a very American. <laughs> it phenomenon. is an American story. Um, yeah. However, and I'm, I'm my reaction to this as I watched the trailer, it was very well made and put together. Our boy Andrew, someone's boy Andrew Garfield is in it. I wouldn't quite <laughs> call him boy. my boy. I wouldn't call him my boy either. Emma you Stone, know. Cruella herself was like, not my boy anymore. <laughs> I do not claim him. Listen, I think he's a good actor. Like what? That's the thing. When I see him on screen in a role, I'm like, oh yeah, he's, he's good. He's such a weenie though. Yeah, off when he's doing promo or. Any publicity, any time he's not acting, I'm like, who, yeah, who is this weenie? <laughs> Get him I, out of here. Did I tell you, I saw I saw him in uh, Death of a Salesman with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Wow. And he's that? a weenie. Biff isn't a weenie. He played Biff? <laughs> he played Biff. No, that's not okay. Happy. That's yeah. bad casting. Yeah. Well. No. I, was, I mean, he was, he was fine. He was fine, but he's no. I don't know. I yeah. can't think, you know, a younger actor could have played that. A better actor could have played that. A, a more brooding actor could have played that role. Jesse Biff Eisenberg. Is, Eisen, no, Eisenberg. Biff is a I'm fuck kidding. up. We're, talking, we're going deep into fucking American theater of the 1950s here. And we shall not be escaping theater in this episode. The eyes of Tammy Faye. So I didn't know who this woman was. Right. I had to do some Wikipedia-ing. This is like, so the movie itself is like, <laughs> like televangelist goodfellas yes which like i don't know a movie i'd want to watch more <laughs> that's like, so up my alley i don't know you know i don't as we've discussed i don't get a ton of mileage at it andrew garfield jessica i don't know i mean jess, good for her you, you good gotta for be her. for jess i mean molly's game has is still not sitting right with me. Oh my God. How dare you? <laughs> Years later, I just can't get that one out of my mind. Uh, you know, it looked, it looked fine. It looked like a good, like, kind of Oscar star vehicle. Got to get Jess, Jesse, Jesse C in the, in the Goldie Gold, no Goldie Globes this year. Oscar no. conversation. Got to get 
uh, our guy Andrew in the Oscar conversation. I was like, all right, this movie seems all right. But then, but then Danielle, mm-hmm. I saw who this who directed this feature. Do you yeah. know who directed this feature? No. Michael Showalter. No way. Yes. My boys all grown up. <laughs> I am pro this movie. As we know, I am pro Stella. I don't know if we know how that. How did he, how did My, he get this job? He's been directing lots of movies. And yeah, but this is a shows. big Oscar bait film. Good for him. Good how for him. He, I support how? Michael Showalter's <laughs> career. I am in I on this too. movie. Oh, I do too. Listen, when I was, how old was I? 19 years old. I tried to go to Raififi in the East Village to see him perform comedy, oh. stand-up comedy, because I had such a crush on Showalter. Oh yeah, Showalter is the best. <laughs> I was turned away at the door because oh. it was 21 plus. <laughs> but but um, I just thought that, you know, they all of Stella. So the Stella was a sketch comedy group starring Michael Showalter, McLean Black, and David Wayne. I thought like, okay, David Wayne's going to be the director because he directed Wet Hot. So he's got the real chops. He's directing he a lot did, of stuff too. He did Role Models, which was a big hit. And I was like, and McLean Black is going to be the Twitter personality because that's what he seemed to go off on for a <laughs> yeah. while. And then Michael Showalter, I was like, I don't know what he's going to do. He also directed 2017 feature that that did pretty well, The Big Sick, with our friend uh, Kumail yeah, Nanjiani. That was okay. Yeah, that was like a, it was a that was a that was a hit. That was a, like a, a middleish, a middling hit, hit. For, <laughs> middling rom com, come a rom rom com hit. You know, sure. Put, Kum, yeah. put, put Kumail on the map. Put Kumail into some tights and a cape and doing Marvel movies. Listen, I don't want to get into where's, body shaming. Where no one's thanking Showalter for that. I don't want to get into body shaming, but have you seen Kumail Nanjali lately? He's he's ripped. I don't do not think you pronounce his last name correctly. <laughs> Nanjali. <laughs> but yeah, he's buff. Yeah, but it changed his face. I mean, like when you get that buff, it changes everything about you. I mean, you. yo, I got the opposite of buff, and that also changed my <laughs> face. So you know, might as well get. I find it a little both. unsettling. Is all I'm gonna say. But hey, good for him if he's feeling healthy and feeling hot boy summer. Good for him. All right, but anyway, so I'm still shocked. Michael Showalter directed this Oscar nominee. Michael Showalter. I mean, yeah. Okay, I'll live in that world. Absolutely. Uh, we're we're here. For, we're here for it. So I don't know. I. I'm not going to be like rushing out to see this movie because if you don't know, like me or like Danielle, Tammy Faye Baker is like a televangelist. She's married to this guy or was married to this guy, Jim Baker, our, our boy, Jerry, not our boy. No one's fucking boy. Jerry <laughs> Falwell's in there. Pat Robertson, all the all the truly, truly awful, uh, yeah, you know, televangelists, bad people, bad people um, are, in, are in this one. Uh, this is our boy. Vinny, Vinny D'Onofrio as oh yes as Falwell. Uh, you know, I don't like living in this world. I I don't know. I'm a coastal elite. I'm a I am a Jewish born coastal elite. I want nothing to do with these sorts of corn fed Christian people. They scare the living fucking daylights out of me. They I scare go, me too. I've driven across this fine country multiple times and stopped to get gas in Wyoming and Iowa and stuff. I'm like, well, these people are looking at me weird. And I'm, and I'm white. And so I, like, I, I don't, I, these sorts yeah. of people scare me 
to death and I don't really like being around them. So, you know, this is a movie for the coastal elites to like point and be like, ooh, how evil yes. are they or whatever. So yes. maybe, we'll, maybe I'll check it out. We'll see. But I support Showalter. I, but that's why I'm so interested in this because it is this um, pop culture phenomenon. Like maybe you're right. It doesn't apply to us coastal elites, but it really, it still is incredibly popular. There are all these churches that make all this money and they're scams and people just love it. They eat it up. And I just want, I need a yeah, deep dive into it, but not like a John Oliver one. I need a narrative deep yeah. dive. Oh no. Yeah. John Oliver. Hey, we all <laughs> love watching John Oliver on a Monday morning. Sure. Who when does? the clips Who get posted us? to Twitter. Yeah. Who amongst us has it? But you know, sometimes I don't want to get yelled at. By no. A by a desk. By a British person. Oh. Yeah. Where about the, your own? Yeah. <laughs> you we need to get a Australian big brother person on this so so we can all talk about how much we dislike England. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what have they done the, for me lately? The three the three stepchildren of England, Canada, <laughs> the US and Australia, each with yeah. their own funny little dispositions. Piccadillos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we done with Tammy? Yeah, I just, you know, if you, people haven't seen the trailer, do yourself a favor. Jessica is coming for that Oscar. She's oh pulling God. all the stops. The oh. wig, the prosthetics, the yeah. hair, the makeup, the bodysuits, all I, of it. I'd say unless Bradley Cooper is doing The Elephant Man, that movie's coming out <laughs> on December 21, I'd say you can book this one for best makeup already. Because, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're going for it. With Jessica C's makeup. Yeah. Danielle, mm -hmm. let's take a trip to a little place that we know, that we know in our Uptown. hearts. Yeah. Uptown. Mm -hmm. Take, get on the one train. Yeah. The local train. And we're going to Washington Heights, baby, because. I think it's the C train, actually. I don't Hashtag know. actually. <laughs> you lived in New York longer than I did. All right. Anyway, uh, we're going in the into the heights. We're going into the heights. Uh, so, in the heights came out the ad, uh, film adaptation of the musical by the same name, which won best musical at the Tonys ten, about a decade ago. Did you see the stage play? I did. I saw it on Broadway. So you did you and you liked it. I absolutely loved it, and I still listen to the soundtrack. It's. I think it's. Phenomenal. Did you see it? I think it with, it's better than Hamilton. Did you see it with Lynn? I did. With I LMM. saw the original cast. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh Karen wow. Karen Olivo, Lynn, the whole the whole gang was there. So I am completely unfamiliar with this show other than the basic setting and premise and who wrote the music for it and that it like won a number of awards the year it came out. Right. Um so, I mean, I, I don't really have too much to say about this movie. Other, like, <laughs> otherwise, so, like, I, like I, I liked it. It was fine. Like, it, you know, probably is not like the musical for me. But what did you think about it? I don't want to like so, shit on it. Well, here's the problem. So this movie is not out in Canada. So I have not seen the film. Oh, I thought you said you were going to watch it. No, I wanted to, but oh. it is not out here. So I haven't seen the film, but I have seen the stage show. And here's my question, because you're speaking about it respectfully, but I can tell that it wasn't, you weren't taken. I'm to never going to watch it again. I'm never <laughs> going to watch it again. But what did you think of the songs? 
so I was pretty unfamiliar with Hamilton songs as well, other than yeah. like the opening song. It's like pretty popular and a few songs here or there got pretty popular. And I was like, ah, you know, without having seen Hamilton, I was like, I don't know about this. All this is a nursery rhyme shit about George Washington. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then when I saw Hamilton on Disney Plus last summer, I was like, all right, this was fun. I understand why people really like it. But tell you what. The songs that are not like, my name is George Washington, I'm here to sing, <laughs> are like, those like, like pear patter, like yeah. songs kind of suck. And the other songs were good. And you know what? In the Heights suffers from the same thing. All the songs that are like, I live in my community and I love my community <laughs> every day. And it's like, yeah. Okay, those songs are exactly the same. There's like four of those. They're exactly the same. They're exactly the same. Granted, this was written before. They're exactly the same as the four songs from Hamilton that are just like that. Okay, I don't know. Well, I don't like those sort of very Lin-Manuel Miranda-y, like pitter-patter <laughs> hip-hop songs. I, they yeah. just all sound the same, and they're just incredibly boring to me. Oh, I totally disagree. The other songs in it, I don't mm-hmm. know. Are, I don't know. Are good. Like I don't think I'm gonna ever listen to the soundtrack. Like nothing. None of the songs really spoke to me that yeah. much. Probably not for me. That's fine. I don't know. Like, I wasn't over the moon about it, but I, I very yeah. much enjoyed the experience. I was glad I finally got to watch it. I thought how they brought the the play to life. It, it looked like it. I mean, for the most part, it looked like it was. Who knows what they did either with visual effects or, you know, making the Bronx or <laughs> Buffalo, New York or whatever. It looked like downtown New York. <laughs> right. Uh, it looked like Upper East Side, but it looked like it was there on the Upper West Side. And right. even the extras, like, I, I think we talked about this with, like, every time we're talking about Avengers or whatever, how, mm-hmm. like – they just are all wearing like a plain blue t-shirt and a plain <laughs> green hat. Like my, yeah. my problem with a lot of movie musicals, like La La Land, I thought was fucking awful. And th- we, like, hated did this La La we, Land. we hated it. But it's like, y'all look like you're in a fucking Pepsi commercial right now. Everyone is mm. wearing just these like monochromatic like dresses or dress shirts or whatever. And it's like a guy wearing a yellow shirt, a girl wearing a teal dress. And it's like, right. We can't look like we li- nobody dresses like this unless they're in a soda commercial <laughs> because they can't show yeah. logos or whatever or you know or they're and, going for something they're and, going for something movie, that I don't like, like wow it it just looks like real people who like live in New York and yeah. even the extras and stuff they are all not like super hot dancer extras it's like an old lady and you know <laughs> weird looking people like you know by weird looking Normals. people i mean new yorkers who are all weird yeah. looking <laughs> every new yorker is fucking weird i miss new york yeah, so, yeah like yeah. that was i thought really cool part of the movie is that it didn't feel like what annoys me about some movie musicals where it's like i feel like i'm just watching a fucking chips commercial right now yeah where everyone's like really hot and they they're not dressed like how normal people are dressed and this was not that it was a lot more lived in uh so i really appreciated that the music was fine you know hey man it's not like i like depressing musicals you like Les Mis. I like Les Mis. That's a depressing <laughs> musical. I like what Company. Little Shop? I like what Company. Little, I like Shop? little Shop is great. <laughs> it's about a plant who eats everybody. <laughs> uh, you know, so. You like Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, a Company, man. I want a I man. I want a 
man the age same age as me singing about how he doesn't want to be in a relationship <laughs> yeah because being married is hard and it sucks <laughs> dealing with someone's shit every day sorry might i recommend company by stephen sondheim <laughs> Ra- great, Sparza great musical great first i love the first song bobby um <laughs> <laughs> but i i really still want to see it i've been reading that people are like you got it. You should really be seeing this one in theaters. Did you see it in theaters or at home? Fuck no. At home. <laughs> okay. I'm, well, I'm going to dress up, take myself. I mean, I am, you know, like, like that boy or girl saving themselves for just the right person in college. Mm-hmm. I am saving myself for the right movie to be like, I'm not. I might not right. seeing a movie for a year and a half and then going to see In the Damn Heights by myself on a Friday night. Totally. Because so I have what, to podcast about it the next morning. Yeah. But there aren't, <laughs> like, I guess we should be starting the full summer swing of, like, big time movies. We are. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'll probably check out, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, the Black Widow one, which is coming out in a few weeks. I'll probably, I'll probably see Ugh. that in theaters. I don't know when Top Ugh. Gun is coming out. I'll check that out. Top Gun with Miles Teller. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> Miles Same Teller. Same friend of, of football quarterback Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, Miles Teller. Um, well, I just think you should take advantage of the fact that you can see anything in film. Oh, the, an, uh, another uh, in theater. I mean, another um, Fast and Furious is coming out this summer. I I've only seen one of those movies. Mm-hmm. I saw the one entitled Fast Five. I believe it is the fifth. Uh, movie in that in that series and i didn't really like it very much and everyone's Mm. like this is the best one and i'm like oh well i'm definitely not seeing any of the rest of them if i thought (laughs) this was like really really pretty difficult to watch and get through um i I understand there's a bit of a sort of tongue-in-cheek thing about it where it's like a little bit so bad that it's good uh with the fast i just i'm i'm not gonna get into it i tried i tried wasn't for me Listen, you do what you could. Um, honestly, I'm looking ahead at a lot of the movies coming out this summer. I think it looks pretty weak. Aside from like Candyman in August, because I love horror movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's looking rough. It's looking real rough. Are you, you going to see Dear Evan Hansen? <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, if it's on, 18, if it's on, if it's on HBO on, Max, I'm going to check it's it out. It's on at Talk about a fucking <laughs> depressing musical. Um, I know. You know, we got... Our boy P.T. Anderson might have a movie coming out this year, so we'll see. Now now we're talking. You know, I actually thought about Phantom Thread the other day, just randomly. I rewatched it the other <laughs> night, like, as I was falling asleep, I could, you know, maybe three or four nights, just watch a half hour of it. Oh, yeah. my God. If you want to be a, hung, a hungry boy, check out that movie. <laughs> Reynolds Woodcock. What a great name. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, these movies look like, I, I look like they... All these movies look like they fucking suck coming out this year. Oh my gosh. It's all like, well, it's Jungle Cruise. Nope. <laughs> um, like the Sopranos the for- movie. Oh no, I'll see that. The Forever Purge. <laughs> no. Nope. Like, I, I actually love the Purge movie. Here we so go. I'm We're just going to read through the rest of the weeks of the year. <laughs> Zola. You're going to see that. Yeah, I'll see Zola. Of course. Of course. You got to see it. Listen, sometimes you got to take a chance on a film, on an unknown film and see what happens. But yeah, it's looking pretty weak. I think next year you, is going to be the good summer. Can I tell with, you what movie I am most excited to see in the year 2021? Please. 
Hi, my name is Brett Raider, and this is Jackass. Gets hit in the face with a pile of shit. Jackass 4 (laughs) is going to be the highest grossing film of 2021. Oh, I'm sure it will. Have you seen a Jackass film in theaters? Not in theaters, no. Well, actually, maybe I did see one in theaters. I think I saw three in theaters. I've definitely seen them. I've definitely seen them. They're really good. I mean, if you just want to watch people fucking get catapulted (laughs) into like mountain of shit for two hours. I don't think I can stomach it. Yeah. I don't know if I can stomach it anymore. You know, I'm not made of the stuff I used to be made of where I can handle watching this (laughs) thing. Like. (laughs) But you'll watch whatever the Halloween man the candy man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's fake. This stuff is real. They're really getting hurt. I don't like mm, that. I oh. can't ride a roller coaster anymore. Like, <laughs> no, I'm, no. my body is different now. <laughs> Hold on. You thought you knew our friends in Downton Abbey, but you didn't know the end of the story because Downton Abbey 2 is coming out this Christmas. Oh, well, Downton Abbey, the film, was actually a massive I need to watch hit. it. I need to watch it because I liked Downton Abbey. I watched the first, like, maybe three or four seasons of it. I kind of fell you off loved, in the middle. You loved that Lady Mary. <laughs> I... <sighs> it is no secret. It is no secret. <laughs> I've been I've been blessed enough to meet Lady Mary in person a few times. <laughs> I love I love calling her Lady Mary. I know that's not I, I know she's we're has on a, a first name. name basis. It's 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 quite <laughs> weird because when I first moved to New York, uh, when at my job, uh, when Downton Abbey was first hitting, it was no secret how I felt about Lady Mary um, in the office and. People the would tables print, people would print out photos of of Lady Mary and print <laughs> put them on my desk as a as a joke. Anyways. Something about that snooty cold exterior. Oh my god! With a heart of gold. Oh my god! Those perfectly arched eyebrows. Yes. But is so she pale. not even in the movies? Is she? I don't know. I think no. I think she was in the 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 one that just came out. Like the, okay. the I don't know. I think all the other sisters are dead. In yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, I lost track of her who died. Who didn't. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't handle how many characters were just dying off. And then there's like, oh, there's a new Duke of Whateverton who's a moving new cousin. In. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's also your cousin, but he's like really down to DTF. <laughs> yes, that's how it was over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we want to go? We went to the Heights. Do we want to go back inside? So we talked about. A musical that I was like, mm, I appreciate it, but I'm not quite feeling the music on this. Mm-hmm. Danielle, you made a recommendation last week. I did. Talk about fucking songwriting masterclass. Oh my God. Hey, Lynn, <laughs> Lynn MM, why don't you sign up for masterclass? Why don't you sign up for LinkedIn Learning and take a fucking class from <laughs> Bo Burnham for a fucking hour? Maybe not all your songs won't sound like the same. Wow. Uh, wow. Shots Danielle. fired. Yeah. <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> told me to watch this. Holy crap. This is the best thing. Talk about fucking best movies of the year. This is like the best movie I've seen all year. Bo Burnham. Oh, for inside. sure. I mean, I, like at the risk of, um, you know, being over enthusiastic, which when I hear people being overly enthusiastic about something, it turns me off. So I'm scared yeah. of doing that to me someone too. who's listening to this. Yeah. But I really did, like, it's been a long, long time since I watched something that genuinely inspired me to be like, wow, 
like art can be made. <laughs> like it, people can actually make art still. It doesn't all have to be fucking Loki. If people can make real genuine art. Yeah. I mean, I, I ended up rewatching just the me, all the musical sequences, which is most of the, oh, yeah. the damn movie anyways. But yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I feel the same way about like, cause I don't really recommend anything. Cause I, I'm a, I'm a grumpus. I hate, I hate everything. <laughs> so then every once in a while I will see something. I'll text all my friends. Like you got to watch this Bo Burnham thing. And then I'm like, Oh fuck. So my friends are emo emos like me. Yeah. They're like, Oh great. Someone's recommending something. that <laughs> sucks. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I really can't recommend this enough. It's, it's a, it's an intense watch. It's, it's someone's just staring into the abyss for 90 minutes, but the songs in this are incredible. I told you, I'm like, I'm ready to like become a millionaire so I could fund Bo Burnham's like Broadway musical that he writes. Oh, well, I apparently a little birdie told me he is going to be writing a new Sesame Street musical. Oh, isn't that so fun? Yeah. I mean. Like Makes that's a lot of clean sense. or like it's a sequel oh, yeah. to Avenue Q? No, I think it's going to be clean. I think it's going to be actually for babies. But like that makes sense to me. All his little like do, 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 do. Like it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, these songs and, and they he put all of them, he put them all up on uh, Spotify this week too. Mm-hmm. Like I've been, I, I can't stop listening to this music. And these are, now. these are like A plus pop songs. Yeah. And they, they do different, like they sample, not sample, but like he's got one that sounds like The Weeknd. He's got one that's kind of musical theatery and like cabaret. He's got one that's like a perfect pop, like the white woman's Instagram song. He's got them all. Yeah. No, they're, they're fantastic. Not to mention just the, what he does with the lighting design. Like, oh, there's a, there's this Don't part. Don't even talk to me about there's that. This, yeah. I mean, you know, there's some songs that take a better advantage of it than others, but there's this part in the song where he's turning 30 where he turns on these lights and he uses shadows of himself to look like he has backup dancers essentially. And it is yeah. like, Oh my, this is brilliant, my favorite song. brilliant, brilliant theater stage work, lighting design. I, yeah. I just can't. And he's just, just alone I, in his room. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing too. It's like, and I think he, just from the timing of it, it's because he says like towards the end of it, he's like, I've been working on this a year. So it's like, he must right. have only finished this a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of everything you've been doing for the last year. Oh yeah. And while you've been doing that, he's been writing all these songs and buying random shit on Amazon. And, and, and I'm a hundred percent sure that this is like, this is the tip like, this is 2% of what he wrote. Yeah, I'm sure the, there are so many B-sides. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> it would be amazing to know like what sh- what songs didn't what make the cut, cut yeah. or, or stuff. So, you know, and I here's don't... The, aren't you shocked that like, I truly don't ever want to watch anything about this time period, ever. I don't want anyone to make art about COVID because I'm like, no. I want to forget this fucking happened. And I think I read somewhere that like, no one really did much about the Spanish flu because it was yeah. the same thing. Everyone was like, fuck this time period. Let's not, let's focus on the roaring twenties. Right. But yet I thought like, okay, now we have it. We have the definitive piece of art about this time period. No mas. We don't need any more. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I'm, I don't need to watch something or about, I mean, that's going to happen in like 15 years. We're <sighs> like, no, Tom Hanks plays like a lawyer who like tries to stop COVID <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Mark Wal. No, it's gonna be a Mark Wahlberg flick. Oh yeah, Wahlberg's gonna do it for Show sure. Me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I assume people, I think it's becoming a bit of a pop culture phenomenon. You know, he's got the music on Spotify. I listen to it when I go running. Um, so I think if you haven't seen it yet, you're probably one of those people who are like, I refuse because everyone's saying it's too good. And I hear you and I respect that. But you're wrong. We, yeah. But we both did really, really love it. Yeah. We, we are fans. So. You made it. You dropped a little hint about this, Danielle. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm eagerly anticipating your reaction. Yeah, we're back. We're back on the Disney Plus. Disney Plus has roped us in for another six to ten weeks, or maybe yeah. at least one of us. Uh, Loki came out uh, on Wednesday or Thursday with an episode. Danielle, mm-hmm. how do you feel about our? must not he's i feel like he should have a mustache he's like a mustache <laughs> twirling villain without the must he's got long our hair mischievous yeah how do you feel about our mischievous fellow returning to uh a screen if not the big screen i think that this is just well based only on the first episode is just the biggest waste it's such a waste <laughs> because like he is a fun character and you know i'm back on the tom train because i watched the night manager right oh. did i bring that up on this podcast I'm because probably. I watched The Night Manager starring Tom Hiddleston and Hugh Laurie, which is like this fabulous British drama. You gotta give it a watch. It's so fun. It's like double crossing spies and intrigue and like gorgeous tall women and fabulous clothes. Oh. And yeah. Is Debicki in it? <laughs> it's Debicki. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love Debicki. Love her. <laughs> the best Australian. But, um, but so I'm, I'm Team Tom. I don't care. I've forgiven him for his... Taylor Swift, you know, drama. I think he's a great actor. Um, Do we even need to forgive him? It seems like he... I've forgotten. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can forgive, but you can't forget. You didn't forgive, but you did forget. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. It just seems like, as a fella, he was, like, presented an opportunity, and he's going to be like, I'm just going to see what happens here. This doesn't seem like it's actually going to work <laughs> out. But not many people get to be on this roster at the end of right. at the end of their lives oh I'm yeah see, i'm I just gonna see she's like 19 i mean i have i have no idea how old taylor swift is. she could be like she's 35 30. what no i think she's 31 talk about someone who's turning 30 yeah i think like, she's 30 oh burnham she's 31 <laughs> oh my gosh yeah if you told me she was like 22 i would have been like not yeah sounds about right to me yeah for sure but um, I, I I like Taylor Swift. I'm not saying that I lost respect for him for dating her. I it was more that he just while dating her seemed a little cringe. I don't know. There were some very corny um, vibes emanating from him during that time Tom, period. Tom Cruise vibes. <laughs> yeah, a little British Tom Cruise. Um, no Scientology, thank God. But he's a good actor. That's what it comes down to. Very suave, very fun. He's got comedic chops. He's got action chops. He's got the British drama chops. Wow. <laughs> and oh I my just gosh. think, I just think this show so far is a total waste. Also, not that, I mean, you guys have all heard me complain about superhero stuff ad nauseum, but did anyone sit down to watch this superhero show and realize they were going to be watching a workplace? drama <laughs> if you watch the trailer it's just gonna be him underground like in the office 
Like that is so boring. <laughs> See, I actually, I actually kind of liked it. Oh my God. Uh, it's, I was thinking, it was like, man, do I just really like sort of sci-fi bureaucracies? And then I was uh, like, yeah, no, I think the good place is like one of the worst shows ever made. <laughs> that's a, that is a show about science fiction bureaucracy. If I've ever seen one. Right. I think you kind of hit the the nail on the head with at least why I'm sticking with it for now. Okay. The acting, the actors are good. Yeah, they are good. All due respect to Lizzie Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> All due respect to Sebastian and his arm, his little his little silver <laughs> arm, a little green screen arm. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston's a fucking actor. Oh, yeah. Because he's British. You can't compete with the Brits. They're learning Shakespeare in kindergarten. <laughs> there's like no, there's nothing you can do. And Owen Wilson is a movie star. Like he's a weird oh, movie yeah. star, but he's been carrying these Fokker movies. Oh, he's not. He's, a, yeah, he's in some of them. He's been in yeah. all these Royal Tenenbaum movies. He's funny. He's he commands God. a screen. He does. And. The other two Marvel movies, what's his name? Who who's Johnny Depp's friend? Who is in the suit? Oh, who's Paul Bettany. Man. Paul Bettany. Yeah, he's British too. He doesn't have the same. I mean, he also had a gravitas. fucking. He had a fucking robot suit on his face. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> uh, due respect to those people, but like, I, I I think this is we're only one episode in. I'm reserving the right to think this fucking sucks in four weeks. And there's a huge chance it's going to. My question, my larger question is like, we got Robert Downey Jr. And we're doing Iron Man. We got the Guardians of the Galaxy. Say what you want about Tammy Faye Baker fan Chris, Chris <laughs> Pratt. <laughs> but those movies are fun. Uh, uh -huh. You know, we, yeah. got, we, got the, we got the raccoon. We got the wrestling guy. Got he says funny signs. We got, we got a yeah. tree. <laughs> yeah. We got, they were saying funny stuff. They're listening to funky music. It's great. So my question is, why are those characters only given a two-hour movie every three years? And why is Sebastian Stan and Lizzie Olsen getting a fucking eight-hour miniseries? Like I think the amount of time I think we know why because one's a movie and you pay for it and that makes a lot of money, but like shouldn't we be giving more time to the characters that are deeper and that make and that make people happier? Like rather well, than like we're just spending a lot of time with some fucking with some like third-rate knuckleheads here. Oh, totally. Well, I think that's sort of the point, though. It's like the feature, not the bug of that. They're probably more comfortable to do things on TV with these, let's face it, chump characters that <laughs> just are not. They're not. They're they're slobs. They're not A-list. <laughs> they're slobs. Um, so you can like I think the creators, it's like you can take more risks like WandaVision. Who are you going to do that with? Really? Who are you? you can't do that with Tony Stark. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get one of the broke girls in there. Yeah. <laughs> She'll fart around and be like, oh, goobers. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, this is totally not to that point. Didn't you find it was very long? It's oh, an hour uh, long. Oh, yeah. It was way too long, considering most of it took place in a fucking room. 
where he's watching stuff. That's my, I hate that. I hate that as a plot device. Like just watch, just watch this thing. Like I don't want to watch Loki reacts. I want to see actual action. Yeah, there wasn't much of it. You know, I, I thought the I thought the sort of theming of this is like we have this magical god and we've put him in this like dank brown 1970s office. And yeah. it's such, such a ju- juxtaposition. Yeah, but like other I mean, I think we're probably gonna be good hopping around time and space and doing some fun things, but we had to set up the We better. We yeah. We had to set it up. But yeah, I, there was there was a lot too much of like talking and, ex- and explaining. Yeah, you reminded it me. Can so I, much. Can I go back to Washington Heights for like one second? You talk yeah, about you talk about your pet peeve. Yeah. One of my huge pet peeves in all things, but like, and theater tends to do this a lot, and it's like just write it out of the fucking movie for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. When characters like just describe a thing that happened to them. And uh-huh. it's like, remember when we would go down to the park and you would always get this ice cream? <laughs> I do remember this kind of ice cream. And your mom came and she said this and then you had to go mm-hmm. home and it rained that day. And it's like, I'm watching a fucking movie here. <laughs> Not okay, like but I know. boring ass, like first date, mute, meet cute, like just talking about time like it rained on like you at a park or whatever. It's like, I know it's boring. what you're talking about and I love it. So whatever. <laughs> 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 Loki. Anyways, Loki. Yeah, it was too long. It was too, how too do you feel long. About, so much how talking. do you feel about Owen Wilson rocking that silver fox look? Gives hope to gives hope to all of us, all of us aging I think weirdos. It looks great. Oh, he looks it fantastic. It really looks great. Yeah. He looks fantastic. I think men should just go gray. You know, Mike Myers went gray for a while, and I was like, good, keep it. But then he I think he started dyeing it again. I, I, in my beard a little bit. I mean, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if you can tell from this webcam, no, but it's, it's hitting me in the beard a little bit. We'll see. I, I you know, I'm not rushing. I'll, I'll be happy to embrace it when it happens, but I'm not like I'm not rushing into it. It's funny. One of my friends had very long. He he went like a full year without getting a haircut, and he had really really long black hair. Uh, and then he got a haircut a couple of weeks ago. And my boy, the the grays came. The grays came in. <laughs> All the hair was hiding clear. it. I was like, "Oh man, he looks he looks distinguished." It's all good. We're all turning into no. I love turning it into, to Clooney. You know, yeah, I think fine. it's fab. Um, so we're gonna see on. Listen, I'm gonna stay on the Loki train. I'm not jumping off right away, but I will say it was long and not very action filled. But I do like Tom so much that I'll give it another world. So it wasn't redeeming to you at all. Like I th- like. I thought it was like kind of fun and entertaining, and I'm I'm it I'm there for some, some sort funny... of time travel thriller. You know, I, I thought there could there's some fun stuff in there, and I I, I like twisty stuff potential. like that. But but it was just a total no for you. It has. I'll say it still has potential. I'm not totally writing it off. One thing I do like, and this I think they started this well in the um, Thor movies when. When Shakespearean director Kenneth Branagh directed, mm-hmm. but they do a good job of like hitting the super these super serious like full of themselves gods with like back down to earth humor, and they I thought they did do a good job of that in this premiere because um, you need it. You, it can't just be all serious all the time. If it was, I'd be watching Justice League. You know? Oh God! Um, oh God! <laughs> But so so that gives me a little hope. And, you know, the guy who plays, um, what's his name? Like Eugene, 
maybe his real name is Eugene Cordero. Yeah, yes, yeah. He's like a UCB guy. I was like, oh, this casting is good. Like gives me, I like when I see actually funny people given like good parts. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll be optimistic. Good. Well, do we have, uh, do we have anything else to talk about? We don't really have any, uh, any, any messages or anything. I don't think so. I think we have to like embrace the quiet before the storm when it comes to our Twitter account before BB23 starts. I am taking, so it starts on like July 6th or something like that this year, July 7th. July 7th. Got a holiday weekend, got a holiday weekend right before. I am Mm -hmm. in fact taking that week off leading up to the holiday weekend. I am, I'm going to go into a yurt and like (laughs) experience silence. I'm going to clear my mind of, Mm. you know, everything. Cause I got it. I just got to hit this fresh. We got to be rejuvenated. We got, we're going to have a lot of podcasting to do. We're going to have to talk about house meetings. I'm going to have to learn (laughs) about all these new jerks. Oh God. Well, hopefully they're all new. I need a fresh cast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If I see, if I see you know any what of I, these people. You know what I was thinking about the other day too? What? <laughs> In addition to thinking about, I was thinking about how crazy it was that we had a season of Big Brother where they just brought back Paul. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they had one returning. That was so weird. I mean, he lives in LA. He didn't have to fly him anywhere. (laughs) So strange. Um, Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm. I'm. I hope we get new people a lot. Uh, I hope we get new competitions. I just. I hope it's fresh. I hope. I hope this starts a new era. We're always so optimistic. <laughs> we are. This is probably the, the the first couple episodes are the best ones to listen to because we're just like <laughs> so happy <laughs> and we're never happy. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to hit us with any questions, any thoughts on the musical theater landscape of the, <laughs> of the early 2010s, just hit us up. Just hit hey, us Julie, up. Hey, Julie, BB. Yeah, that's Twitter. where we're at. Hey Julie Big Brother at gmail.com. Send just, just send us an email. Just send drop it. in and be like, you up? Yeah. Here my Chances digits. are one of us will be. You know, depending <laughs> no, on the coast. Probably not, actually. Both, <laughs> both pretty early sleepers. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with some more pop culture ruminations. Yeah, I hope so. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.